When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. Makes a pitch throw, and now he's wrapped up. Ball's loose on the deck, and the birds have it. Play action, throwing underneath, into the nest. Touchdown, Illinois State. Everyone, it's head coach Brock Spack, Joey Redbird. Live from Schooners, this is the Brock Spack Show. Presented by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Now, here's the voice of the Redbirds, John Fitzgerald. Hi again, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Brock's Back Show, presented by Bud Lights. We're live from Scooters, located at 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington. We talk Redbird football over the next 60 minutes and look ahead to this Saturday's Family Day matchup. This is John Fitzgerald as we welcome in the winningest head coach in Ripper football history, Mr. Brock Spock. Brock, how are we doing on? Uh, better than I was Saturday, so uh, <laughs> that's, uh, it was a tough day. I'll just put that way. Should have won that game 20 different ways and couldn't make a play when we had to make one. So, way Co- it goes. Coming off a difficult loss, 14-13, that Mid-America Classic in Charleston to Eastern Illinois, but... What's done's done. The old mantra is right. that's how you respond at this point. Right. I mean, I think this might be uh, something our team needs. You know, I, we talk about greatness, and uh, greatness requires failure. And, uh, we, and how you handle failure is, is it's not what happens to you. It's really important. What you just said, it's how you respond, good or bad. So teams responded well. I, I expect them to play well again this weekend. And, uh, um, you know, we just, we just uh, it, was, it was an amazing day, really. Couldn't, can't really describe it to you. Coach, can I ask you a question? Does, does C.J. Hodgson have to sit down the first half of this game for the targeting call? That's a really good call question because I, w- I was thinking about this on the bus. You know, C.J., I thought that was a very questionable call in the game. And it was very critical because he's part of our nickel package. And they threw him out of the game. They went, it went to replay up in the booth. They threw him out. It stood. And uh, and now he have to he has he would have to sit out the first half of this game. So uh, I, the NCAs for everybody out there came up with a new rule last year when it comes to targeting that you could go back if a targeting call wasn't called in the game, they can go back and call it the next day or, the, or two days later and kick the kid out of the next game. So they. So I said, if they can do that, then they should go back and review this, a kid that was not, because it didn't look like targeting for me. But, and I watched it on Sunday, it was not targeting. And, and uh, I sent it into, you remember, these are OVC officials. And I sent it to our guy, <laughs> who, was a, uh, who was the head of the Big Ten officiating. He was an NFL official. He's the head of uh, the Midwest Officials Alignments, which handles the, the, the Big Ten, the MAC, and the Missouri Valley. His name is Bill Carrillo, really good guy. He, he, called, he called me back for like five minutes. Coach, that wasn't targeting. We're, we're sent it to the national office. You got, you got to 
you got to uh, send me an email saying that you're you're going to fight this. I say, yeah, I'm going to. Because he had, CJ would have to sit out this first half of this game, and that takes a that takes that takes a uh, basically a package away from right, us on right. defense. So we do it, and it took him like ten minutes, and he said, nope, that wasn't targeting, and uh, and he and CJ's going to play. So um, we clap now, but we we needed him in that last drive. Right, right. You know what I mean? So that was part of the the thing that happened, the 20 things that had to happen from the win the game, that was just a small part. Of, we, we didn't lose the game because of that, but it was part of the, the whole uh, function of losing the game. But um, the good news is we're going to get him back, and he'll play this week, and I think our team's learned a lot from, from this whole whole th- deal we got. Brock's Back Show presented, as always, by the great taste of Bud Light. Easy to drink. Good question. Easy to enjoy. Coming up on the show tonight. Take a little bit of a look back at Saturday's loss to Eastern and then look ahead to the first ever meeting between the Birds and the Lions of Lindenwood this coming Saturday. Junior linebacker Amir Abdullah, who leads the Valley in both sacks and tackles for a loss. He'll stop by as part of our student-athlete spotlight segment presented by your country financial agent Steve City Peterson and Catherine Peterson, as well as Shannon Smith and Tom Peterson, the real estate weekend this Saturday, it's only apropos that we have a family connection as our special guest today, former Redbird offensive lineman and current Redbird football father, Andy Zebarth, joins us to talk about his all-conference career at ISU, as well as watching his son Andy play tight end for Coach Spack's ball club. And then finally, our final segment, we'll have the opportunity to ask a question to the head coach, either on our Facebook live stream or during the break, come on up. Fill out a form and write your question. The head coach will answer it in our final segment tonight. When we talk about coming back, we talk about how a ball club responds. Talk a little bit about practice this week and some of the strides your ball club made in getting back to work. Well, I, you know, we, we just got back to, uh, you know, the basics that we, we normally always do. But, uh, you know, after a loss, you, you really you really hone in on, on, on the little things and, uh and I thought we did a good job of that as a team. The coaching staff did a really good job, and and I think we're we're fine. Um, I I I like the way our we had a lot of energy today, and uh, we've had pretty good energy all week. And uh, I got after them a little bit on Tuesday uh, morning. Uh, tried to wake them up a little bit, and they and they, uh, they did a very good job of responding. Uh, so I, I've been I've been pretty pleased so far. Uh, as you know, uh, I told them uh, on Tuesday morning you can't let Eastern Illinois beat you twice. You know, you, they beat, or they beat you once, and you don't want to let them beat you twice. And uh, so, so you got you to protect yourself from that, and you got to move on. And I, actually, I told them that on Sunday. Uh, so uh, we move on very quickly here. We, we're a next play team, uh, next game team, next season team, and uh, we turn the page and uh, and move on. So that's that's what we did, and um, the players have done a good job with it. And all our all our attentions right now is on the Lions down there at uh, Lindenwood. And we know they have a good football team. They beat Eastern Illinois last year, uh, so we know they, they have a good team, and we'll we'll, we'll be we'll have to have to play what a win Saturday. Obviously, when you look on paper, some of the kicking issues you had on Saturday, both in the point after touchdown attempt at the end of the ball game, the two missed field goals. There's a lot more at play there with those two young men from an injury standpoint, though, isn't there? There is. I mean, you know, we. Um, Jasic has had a, had a groin issue, and, and, and then, of course, uh, Ian would been trying to, to, to uh, uh, limit his reps a little bit because of, you know, he has a rod in his, his plant leg and gets pretty sore. Um, but in uh, timing of that, it's, you, you call it the operation, is, is, the, is the snap hold uh, and then kick. It's all part of the operation time. And um, some of that wasn't quite as smooth as it needed to be, uh, but... Uh, I still, you know, we, we hit one of those field goals, the game's over. Um, but those, those field goals are, are chip shots for, for a college kicker, and we, we missed them both, and we missed the extra point. And uh, it was just just a, a kind, of, kind of a comedy of, in that errors, but uh, really uh, issues when it comes to how you handle the, uh, the snap to hold the kick, and, uh, and, and we just didn't, didn't do a very good job of it. So uh, you can't miss three kicks and expect to win a game. Then you're chasing points the whole day, and uh, you don't want to chase points, and have to go for two and all that stuff, and, uh, and we we put ourselves in that position. You know, we that that game should have never been where they had to drive the field at the end. They got to go 90 yards, and uh, 
who would have thought they'd go 90 yards in our defense? And uh, and I don't think they had any timeouts left. Yeah. And and if they did, they had maybe one. And yeah. and we and we we hadn't given up a touchdown all day. On a, on a, they we gave one up on a short field, but after that, it was it was they didn't have a drive. Yeah, everybody everybody's asking about that last drive. I said, yeah, but look at look at the defense did the whole day. That was a very good defense. And again, you know, they had 18 yards rushing for the whole game again. I 18 mean, yards, that, yeah. That's that's a tremendous defense, and just one drive aided by that bad call makes a difference in that ball game yeah we had you know i was i was probably there that was our darkest moment on defense of the day and uh i did a lot of great things uh, i don't know we had eight sacks again right um, and i was asked this week what am i surprised about and i said that's the one thing that from a good standpoint right. i said that i you know with all the young players we're playing up front that that's that's very surprising and I think we lead the country in sacks and right. TFLs again, and uh, we've done that for a couple of years now. And as well as rushing defense, yeah, we're, you're first in all yeah. the FCS in all three of those categories. Yeah, we're, we're good and we're good against the run, and um, we gave a we gave a you know a couple passes up, but we didn't on the last drive. We hadn't given those up all day, and it was just it was just one of those weird things. You had you know all the stars and moons lined up perfect for them to, to upset us, and that's what happened. So, uh, but hats off to them. You know, I'm not gonna sit here and cry about hey we didn't play good and all that stuff hey they they, they made plays and we didn't in the end when we, when we had to win a game and you know that's that's where you know we, we we tell our players that we do a lot of two-minute stuff and we, we start way way early in training camp and because we know we're going to be in games like this a, a lot because it's, it comes down to it's very much like a missouri valley game you know and eastern illinois is back to being more like a missouri valley team yes. than, than they have in the last couple of years uh, Chris, you know, Chris, uh, I, I recruited Chris there, and he knows he knows the formula there. And they're a lot better team than they were a year ago. And they will be a contender in that league, uh, them and probably Southeast Missouri, I suppose. Will, 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 that'll be a big game because, uh, you know, they're not too far off of Southeast. You know, we played Southeast in the playoffs a couple of years ago, and I, I kind of like I kind of like this team a little bit better defensively than, than when Southeast was like that day. So um, I think, you know, it, it, it but we have to understand we're going to be in games like this, and we get, we can't make those kind of mistakes. Every 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 point counts, and you got to be very very get very very got to be very very on on point. Offensively, it wasn't the start you wanted. Offensively, I know probably the second straight week, maybe a little bit of a slower start, at least in comparison to the Dayton ball game. Without having the guys press, how do you kind of work through that moving into this weekend? Well, we've you know we've kind of addressed that. Um, I know our. Our coordinator Tony Pearson talked to the, the offense, and we, we watched some tapes that he he pulled a few clips off the film. That I mean, you really, if you realize, we're this close from scoring 50 points. I mean, it was it was just we just were inches away uh, from from big plays that just a just one better step here or one quicker reaction there or whatever or, or a drop or a, a just a little bit better throw or a better block, whatever it was. You know, we we would have scored and and uh, and we didn't we didn't get that done. So. It was painfully obvious. It was very quiet in there, and they knew. You know, everybody. Everybody knew. You know, that was a team loss, and we. There were there were parts of that. All three phases of that game, we we all had had a, had our hand in that, and uh, and uh, we took the blame as coaches as well. I mean, we got we got to do a better job and um, and make sure we we hold them accountable, and we will. And they they're they're great kids. We these guys have never been an issue that way. We just we just had a. Had a couple, you know, had they had a bunch of stuff just lined up perfectly for our opponent, and they won. And uh, we can't, we can't do that on the road. Inspect the win, and and uh, in this league or any other league in this country, I know. Good time to get it out of your system, though, too. Yeah, well, yeah, it's really good. And um, you know, Tony talked about you know his years at Marshall when they went to the national championship. They, they would have a game like that. Now the difference is how you respond this weekend. You know, if if we come back and play again like that, now now you now we got issues and. Um, I, I will have, you know, I'll be the first one to admit that. So now we got we got some issues. So I don't expect that, but um, you know, I, I I think that's that's very apropos. I remember we went to the uh, you know national championship game here. You know, yeah, we, we had yeah, we 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 barely we had a kick. We 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 played a lot worse than that uh, at, at 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 Western and at at the Indiana State and kicked a field goal to win at the end and walked out of there like God, we we stole one here and. And who knows? Then we then we got our butts kicked. The only the only loss we had was since Northern Iowa came back in the playoffs. And that's the best thing that happened to us is going in the playoffs with a loss, you know. And and maybe we all wanted to be undefeated, but 
loss, you know, as I said before, you've heard me say this, you know, you can learn a lot from losing. It just takes one loss to learn yeah. all you need to know. And, and so that one loss really helped that team reset their jaw. And, and this, that, could be a, that could be the best thing that's happened to us all year, even, even though it was a loss. So uh, I look at it that way. And, Definitely you know, has a galvanizing effect a lot of times. It does. You know, you, you've been a coach. You know that. You know, you know in the sport of baseball, you know, you're, you're, you're a quarter of an inch away or an eighth inch away from hitting 30 home runs. And, you know, just a, just a little adjustment to your swing makes a whole different, you know, a whole different looking player. And um, just confidence in, you know, you know that, that's a big part of, part, part of our sports. And uh, I, think, I think, you know, I'll be curious to see how we respond, but I think we'll respond well. Coach, a lot of people have asked me about the tempo of the game, and I tried to explain them. Maybe you can explain to them. You actually have, like, five different tempos that you can use. You, you weren't going as fast as you were the first game because of that your game plan, correct? You're, you, you were right. actually going a little slower on we're, purpose. We're a little slower, yeah. We, we were, um, you know, there's certain things, there's certain calls we have to speed, speed the pace up. There's only certain plays we, certain plays we only run versus temp, fast tempo. Right. We can't run our whole menu of our of our playbook going at that tempo right so we will we will we will probably slow it down to get into different plays if there's a lot of motion a lot of shifts and motions we'll probably we'll, we'll slow it down and make gotcha. sure we get the we get the play in correctly that probably confuses people but you know when you're you're going fast you can't you can't go fast line up and then do motions and shifts right. and trades right. and all that stuff because when you do that you're going to get you're going to get a, a, a false start right? yeah so uh you like when you see us going really fast, we're going to be in the same formation. Right. We get lined up fast, and, and it's going to be very simple. There's a, there's a, there's a manual of plays we run when we do that. So That's um, what I just wanted you to make right, sure you Right, and that's, that's correct. And there's certain, there's certain plays that aren't available to us that we have to call that, that aren't available to us when we go that fast. Right. You know? Next year, as we keep getting farther in this program, you know, it'll be even – the menu will be even a little bit longer. Right. You know, it's just – Expand. It's just, just what – it's just what Tony and our staff thinks that you know our guys can handle right now, and, and you don't want to you don't want to hurry up the screw up. You know what I mean? So, Zach, Zach yeah, is so, really good though when he's yeah. going fast. That's what I he's think. very good. Yeah, and that, that's when he's the best. Yeah, he's, a, he's very good, uh, but he he needs to because he's got some things he's got to direct on some right. of those calls. We slow the pace down gotcha. a little bit to do that. That's what everybody needs to know. Right. We'll take our first break of the night. When we come back, we'll have more with the head coach as the Bronx Back Show presented by Bud Light continues live from Scooters after this timeout on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. A locally owned and operated neighborhood bar and grill, Schooners has been a Bloomington tradition for over 30 years. Home to the Brockspack Coaches Show held every Thursday during the football season from 6 until 7. Schooners boasts an expansive lunch and dinner menu, including their mouthwatering wings, rings, burgers, and tenderloins. Be sure and stop by Schooners Beer Garden to relax and unwind with friends. Taste the local flavor at Schooners, 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington. For more information, visit SchoonersBL.com or find us on Facebook. Go Redbirds! When the game goes into overtime. But. The game goes into overtime. The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light. Easy to drink. Easy to enjoy. Order Bud Light online today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Denny's Donuts and Bakery has been a loyal Redbird supporter for over 40 years. When it comes to the competition, no one comes close to the taste of one of their fresh-made donuts. Yum! They're great for your next school or church function, or even just to enjoy at home. Stop in and pick up yours at Denny's Donuts and Bakery, located at 1107 South Main Street in Bloomington. Denny's Donuts and Bakery and Redbird Football, a winning combination. Whipple's Hybrids, we know what it takes to win on the field. Commitment, teamwork, superior performance, and a daily focus on the hundred little things that separate the good ones from the greats. Whipple's is developed and tested right here in the Corn Belt so that we perform in the Corn Belt better than anyone else, just like you. Whipple's Hybrids is proud to support Illinois State football. Go Redbirds!
Hear the roar of the crowd, or is that the roar of your stomach? Stay focused on the game and beat your hunger with Avanti's. From gondolas, pizza, pasta, and salads to fresh-made full Italian feasts, Avanti's can satisfy your cravings. Whether it's pre-game fuel or post-game dinner, the next time hunger attacks, order Avanti's online for carryout or delivery. At the home of the gondola, Avanti's. I know a lot of you really want the State Farm personal price plan, but what's with the oversharing? Like this voicemail from Leah. Jake from State Farm, listen, so sometimes I like to nibble on licorice and pretend I'm a teeny mouse chewing through wires. You don't need to get that personal. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer availability and eligibility may vary. Back to Scooters, the Bronx Pack Show, presented by Bud Light. Birds, after two straight on the road, one being conference, one being a rivalry matchup against Eastern Illinois. Nice to be back home this weekend. It's going to be the first with a bye weekend in there, but three straight at home at Hancock Stadium. Yeah, we'll be here for about a month. That's going to be nice. Um, Yeah, we're going to really like that. Um, Yeah, don't don't get me wrong. It's not an excuse, but I, I, I thought it was... When I looked at it, I said, well, this is, you know, playing Eastern and Western is not, not that bad. But back-to-back, yeah. and they're both rivalry games. And I don't know if you – I don't know if people in here understand how much those schools hate us. And it, it's just – they just do. I mean – Well, we know. You and I both coach at Eastern. It's, yeah, it's, it's their game of it's, the year. It's, it's, it's their, their Super Bowl. Bowl. It is. It is. And it is. they could go – they could go 1-10 and 10 and have a successful year of where the one win. And it's just the way it is. And, and, and I – you just got to understand that. But – um, yeah, it's kind of nice. We can't. Uh, we're at home and uh, for about a month now until until we gotta go back on the road. But that, it's going to be good for us. You know that these were you know tough environments to play in. They're not. They're not. They're not uh, really. Really, uh, for other reasons. You know. Absolutely. They're, yeah, they're, they're not. Uh, not necessarily really loud, but just just tough environments to play. And you learn from. Yeah, you learn a lot. So, so you, you turn the page, you got Lindenwood this week, first ever matchup between the Lions, who are also part of this Big South OVC alliance this correct. year, same as Eastern Illinois is. And this is the Lindenwood Ball Club, still making the transition to FCS football, formerly Division II, a really good Division II program, both in the MIAA and the Great Lakes Valley Conference. And this is a ball club that had one heck of a rally last week in Macomb, came back, beat Western Illinois, 2-1, and one. What people might have thought on paper this summer when the schedule came out, this is a very formidable opponent here this weekend. It is. It's not. It's not easy. Any stretch of imagination. They had a winning season last year. Their first. Their first year in uh, in FCS, I believe. Um, I forget what their record was, but I know. I know they had a winning year, and I, I know that was uh, you know a really good season for them. Um, as I told you, I think last week maybe it was maybe it was on maybe it was someone else, but um, having gone down to the uh, the uh, showcase. Uh, camp they have there the, the mega camp uh when i my first time down there was a couple of years ago i went in there and i said wow this is a nice place this is really nice the the uh, the, the stadium setup is really really nice the campus is nice that's going to be a really good job in the ovc in my opinion i think us and southern and, and everybody else this part of the country is going to have to they're going to be a formidable opponent as we keep moving forward because they got a lot to recruit to in St. Charles is really a nice area, yeah. and and of, of St. Louis, so they got a lot going on. They got a lot going for them. And so. a lot of the people here know Denver Johnson. He's their offensive line coach. Right. Yeah, coach Coach Johnson's there. I see him this weekend. Yep, coaching their offensive line, doing a great job there. And they, uh, they got yeah. a good old line. Do, they yep, got they do. Line. They are very good. good They're very well coached and, and very good. And the thing that jumps out to me, they have some sprinkles of transfer portal talent that have come into the program, but for the most part. A lot of their specialists, their quarterbacks, their receivers are guys who started their career pre-COVID at Lindenwood as a Division II program, but now they're really veteran, and they've shown they can play. Right. Well, what just so everybody knows, they've, they've known they're going to make this move for a while, you know, so they, 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 they sprinkle in uh, the, the additions of, of scholarships as they go through. So they, you just don't do it in two years. You know, you got about four years to make that transition. And so they've been doing this for a while, and uh, and they've done a as you said they've done a really nice job recruiting, and they 
and they have that big camp there, and it's really nice. It's really, it's really a good camp, and all the, everybody comes there, and it's really, really good. So, um, you know, the, the the state football, high school football, is very good in Missouri, in my opinion. They um, they'll have a they'll compete against Southeast Missouri and, and, and Missouri State, uh, and I think they'll compete very, very formidably because I think they can, they they can because of their facilities, and I think they're where they're located. Beautiful they're gonna, place. Oh yeah, yeah. they're they're going to be. They're going to be they're going to be a formidable opponent. And they've shown they don't quit. They've had a couple no. ball games this year where they've really come back and made runs in the second half. Most recently, obviously, the win in Macomb when they won 43-41. But it really starts, and again, like it was last weekend, it's going to be a veteran quarterback who can spread the ball around and throw downfield. Right, and they dumped 77 points in their first opponent, and I, I, it's hard to do that on air. You know, I'm, I'm just telling you. Well, they were and down 31 to 14 at halftime this week. Come back second half, and they went 29 to nine. I second, know that, that's a lot of points in the yep, second half. They can score, and uh, 19 Caldwell is a really good receiver, and uh, they got more than him, just him. But he's he's really long, really athletic, and uh, he made he caught four touchdown passes. He converted, you know, short gains into really long ones that runs after the catch. So he's a a very he's probably the best receiver we've seen. Uh, all season. That's so. saying a lot because you see it's a pretty good one yep. already. And yep. I, haven't, I haven't seen much on film with them, but obviously you and your staff have. The one thing that really stuck out at me is, especially for kind of a new transition program, they played a game at SEMO already, who's obviously a ranked opponent. Their offensive line's only given up one sack so far. I thought that was pretty impressive in three games. Yeah, and they, they get rid of the ball fast, you know, and that, that's, that's and the, the quarterback's a very good athlete. You know, they're um, I think a lot of their conversions on third and long or third and medium has, have been all runs, quarterback runs, and throwing it. So it's all off he, scrambles, you yeah. know. So he's he's a very good, difficult guy to sack. Uh, so we get in third down, and we, we get we got to get him in third down. But we, we if yeah. we if and when we get him in third down, we have to get after them, uh, get after the quarterback, and make sure we, we we're very disciplined in our rush lanes and and uh, and, and not and not get out of. Out of out of balance because he's gonna he'll keep you honest. He runs well. He's another big kid too, six four, almost two hundred pounder. He, yep. He's a big kid that can run and yep. throw. Yep. And these these are the kind of kids that you saw last week, and you're going to see again this week. Right. He's he's uh, he's a talented player. From a matchup standpoint, anything that jumps out at you for your offense to go against this defense? Um, they they'll they'll mix their coverages a little bit, maybe more than what we've seen. Um, they they've had. Uh, you know they'll play split safety. They'll play single high safety and with with with, uh, with three deep, uh, and they'll play man free. And um, yeah, they'll they'll and they'll pressure and bring six and uh, and play man free. Uh, and we'll see. This team probably plays a little bit more man coverage than maybe we've we've seen this year. Um, uh, but but they can they can play a lot of zone as well. They, so so they have a they have a little bit of a, a pretty good menu of, of coverages that I like to I like to play and they're, and they're and they're pretty good at it. And, you know they're physical up front. They're big kids, and they, you know, they're not, uh, they're not, they're not small guys. And they're, they're they're big physical guys up front, and they, you know, they they'll, uh, it'll be it'll be a formidable uh, uh, assignment for our for our offense to, to to block them number one and two to to get open on on in, in man coverage situations if that if that if that comes to fruition. Pretty good little running back there too, coach. He's averaging almost 100 yards a game. That tough. Yeah. Very tough. Yep. One of those short, stocky guys that are hard to bring down. Those are tough guys. To yeah, find. bowling ball, short, yeah. short to the ground. You know, to, you know, put packed together. I, I can imagine what he looks like. You yeah. know, lifting weights and right. Uh, he's probably a very, very stout guy, spark plug temp guy, and that's what he looks like on tape. He's hard to tackle. You're right. And uh, and uh, Southeast bounced off him, and they're a pretty good defense. Yes. They bounced off him a few times, and not just him, but the other backs they are playing. So, yeah, they have a. They they like to run power and in, in, inside zone and do do a lot of the things that uh, that you know good running teams do. You do a lot of the same things you do. Yep, very and, similar. And, and, and that's that's a compliment to them. I mean, as we talk about running backs, the Redbird running backs that kind of triumvirate that's kind of spread the wealth out. Obviously, Mason Blakemore got hurt with the shoulder, ended up coming back in the ball game a little bit. How's his prognosis for this coming week? Well, we'll see. You know, he's. Uh, practice a little bit but uh you know I, I don't know how much he'll play in the game but uh um we have, we'll, it'll be more of a game time decision we'll see how he looks tomorrow um, it's one of those things that's kind of a, a nagging deal that uh you know i would I, you know it's hard to say right now but uh it's he's still available to us but i don't i don't i don't know if he'll play
Should be an outstanding day. Good weather in the forecast and probably a great crowd for family day. Yeah, last time I heard, I I would I was trying to help help somebody out. One of my former players here is uh, who's a, who, who teaches here at Illinois State. And I was trying to give him a couple of tickets and say, Coach, these are it. It sold out. <laughs> so so well, if, you, yeah. if you can't get the ducats, nobody I, I, can. I had a hard time point. finding tickets. So you, family days that way. Family days that way. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun day, and uh, yeah, it sounds like it's sold out. But we'll see. I, I haven't heard officially yet, but. It was headed that direction last time. I That'll be great. Yeah. Noon kickoff on Saturday for the Birds and Lindenwood. Coach, we'll talk to you in a little bit. All right. When we come back, it's time for our Student Athlete Spotlight segment brought to you by your country financial agent, Steve Sitting Peterson and Catherine Peterson, as well as the Shannon Smith and Tom Peterson real estate team from REMAX Rising. Our guest this week, junior linebacker Amir yeah. Abdullah. He comes your way on the other side of this timeout. Stay with us. This is the Brock's Back Show, presented by Bud Light on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. A locally owned and operated neighborhood bar and grill, Schooners has been a Bloomington tradition for over 30 years. Home to the Brock's Back Coaches Show held every Thursday during the football season from 6 until 7. Schooners boasts an expansive lunch and dinner menu, including their mouth-watering wings, rings, burgers, and tenderloins. Be sure and stop by Schooners Beer Garden to relax and unwind with friends. Taste the local flavor at Schooners, 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington. For more information, visit SchoonersBL.com or find us on Facebook. Go Redbirds! Kids eat free in September at Wahlburgers at Hy-Vee to celebrate National Family Meals Month. That's right. Get a free kids meal with the purchase of an adult entree. Kids 12 and under can choose from favorites like a burger and fries, grilled cheese, chicken tenders, and more. Bring the family together. Dine in at Wahlburgers at Hy-Vee and get a free kids meal with the purchase of an adult entree every day in September. Dine in only. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. When the game goes into overtime. But... The game goes into overtime. The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light. Easy to drink. Easy to enjoy. Order Bud Light online today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Denny's Donuts and Bakery has been a loyal Redbird supporter for over 40 years. When it comes to the competition, no one comes close to the taste of one of their fresh-made donuts. Yum. They're great for your next school or church function, or even just to enjoy at home. Stop in and pick up yours at Denny's Donuts and Bakery, located at 1107 South Main Street in Bloomington. Denny's Donuts and Bakery and Redbird Football, a winning combination. Dear football fans, at Toyota, we've assembled a hard-nosed championship team. Check out the RAV4's versatile ground game. Get behind the wheel of the Camry and see how this competitor gets it all to win. Or enjoy the Highlander, a big-bodied defender with plenty of room to carry your squad. Plus, all these vehicles come with available all-wheel drive so you can tackle any terrain. Visit Toyota.com to learn more or check out your local Toyota dealership today. Toyota, let's go places. Doubletree by Hilton Bloomington, the preferred hotel for Redbird Athletics. Call Doubletree for your next Hilton stay. 309-664-6446. Need space to hold a meeting or event? We are here for you. Doubletree by Hilton Bloomington. 309-664-6446. That's 309-664-6446. Where the little things mean everything. Welcome back to Scooters, the Brock's Back Show, presented by Bud Light. It's now time for our Student Athlete Spotlight segment, brought to you by your country financial agent, Steve City Peterson and Catherine Peterson, as well as the Shannon Smith and Tom Peterson real estate team from Remax Rising. Tonight, we welcome a newcomer who has really announced his presence with authority in this Redbird defense, junior linebacker, Amir Abdullah. Amir, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So you transfer from Nebraska Kearney in the MIAA. Yep. You're off to a phenomenal start. 
tops in both sacks and tackles for a loss in the Missouri Valley Conference three games into the season. I got to think this transition has gone much more smoothly than you ever could have imagined. Yes, yeah, going real smooth for me. I, I've always vis- visioned myself being in this position, but I didn't know like what amount of success that would come with it. So the, the Sam I, linebacker position is the perfect position for yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And, and, you, and you're an excellent blitzer, and you're getting everything done that, that needs to be done out there. You're, yes, sir. Not many guys can handle what you're able to do out there, and you got to you got to cover a slot sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, I think it's a perfect position for you, by the way. Yeah, and I've been playing outside linebacker like that position since I was a young kid. Okay, so, so it did fit right into you. Yeah. That's good. And he, he was at, from Whitney Young High School in Chicago and was all league and all city a couple of years. And then he had uh, 15 tackles a game his senior year and was all state, 7A, all state. That's a, that's a pretty good job. Yes, sir. That's real good. 15 tackles for a game is like yeah. a video game type number. It is. <laughs> On average. It is. Yeah. It is. So you start your career at Nebraska Kearney. What brought you to Illinois State? And there was a tie-in with Keandre Jackson, wasn't there? Yep, that's that's one of my good friends. He uh he, we both went to the same school. My freshman year, he went to Kearney, Nebraska. So we became good friends and we kept in contact. And when I entered the transfer portal, uh, we just talked about it. And we always envisioned ourselves playing together because we didn't get a chance to at Kearney. So I told him we both told each other if we ever got the chance, we would play together again. So now it's now it's coming to fruition. So. So we hear about it sometimes from the coaching standpoint with regard to kind of navigating the transfer portal. As a player, you're a Carney. You go into it. How does everything work then at that point? Uh, We've heard coaches say it's kind of the equivalent of speed dating. So what is it from a player <laughs> perspective? Uh, it's, a, it's a bunch of waiting depending on, uh, like, which your film. Because my, my transition was pretty smooth, though. I, I created my highlight film and um, put it on Twitter and, like, a, a day or two after I start getting uh, emails and messages from coaches. So I say I would say my transition was pretty smooth, but it usually doesn't go like that for most athletes. But, um, yeah, I, was, I got in contact with Dre, and he, he showed my film to the, the coaches, and uh, it made the process, like, much smoother and faster for me. You know, you, you're, there's one thing that John didn't mention, that you're, you're the leader also in force fumbles. Are you using any of the uh, peanut technique or anything at all, <laughs> punching it out, or are you just – or are you just getting there and knocking the ball out? Just getting there and knocking the ball okay, out. That's what I thought. You, you See get ball, on, get ball. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you're tackling the ball. That's good. Yeah. I like that. Good job. Yes, Keep sir. that up. We need some Saturday, okay? Yes, sir. Okay. You know, one of the things that people have this, I think, preconceived notion of Division Three, Division Two, NAIA, FCS, mm-hmm. FBS, for those who don't know, talk a little bit about just how good the MIAA is from a football standpoint because – it's arguably, if not the unanimously, the best Division Two conference in the Absolutely. country. Absolutely. Without was, a doubt. That was a, a very tough conference, and uh, especially for D2. Like, I was never a big person on, like, names like D2, D3. Like, I didn't really care about that stuff because if you're a ball player, you you can play anywhere. At the end of the day, it's still football, and it's going to be football regardless of where you go. So I just feel like uh, it's, it's not really much of a difference other than, like, maybe uh, some linemen and stuff, but you got the same skill players. The receivers are good everywhere you go. The, the linebackers are good. Just, just ball players everywhere. You just uh, got to find them. I've, I've heard it actually called the SEC of Division Two. Yeah. I mean, you're that good. So, I mean, that puts you at the top. Yeah, and, it was. And, and you're at the top level in your in your division, too. Yes, sir. And you I deserve to be here now, brother, and doing what you're doing. It. Keep appreciate it up. that. And if anybody needs any more evidence, two – of the Redbird starters, one on offense, one on defense, are both former MIAA players. Cam Grandy was the tight end yep, at Missouri exactly. Western, yep. and you played linebacker at Nebraska Carnage. So that tells you all you need to know, exactly. I think, about that transition from MA, yeah. from the MIAA. So how'd you get to Carney? Let's start there, because yeah. Carney's a long way away from yeah, Chicago. It's Chicago. a long, like ten-hour drive. It's a long way from home. But um, my coach, my high school coach, he was he was doing his the best he could to uh, just reach out to any school he could. And because uh, I was I was under recruited coming out of high school because we we weren't like the best high school program in the yeah. city. So it was it was tough. Um, but my, my coach, my high school coach, Coach Daniel Finger, he, he did a really great job of like just reaching out to coaches and getting my film out to him. And, um, that's when eventually uh, he found Carney, Nebraska, and they came to visit the school and stuff. And. I liked what they were saying, and they, they really liked my film and stuff, and they offered me a scholarship, and I ended up going there. 
Co Coach Finger's doing a great job because Whitney Young is not very well known football-wise yeah, in the city of Chicago. Yeah, you're known for basketball. Yeah. And not many schools are coming in there to looking for football players. You right. Know, you're going all over the Catholic League when they go to Chicago, and mm -hmm. they're not looking to Whit Whitney Young. That's, you, sometimes you get overlooked. They don't even come in. Right. But your coach is doing a good job of, of working at it for you guys. He really is. Talk a little bit about the transition here. Obviously, you're established at Kearney, going to the transfer portal, come here, and now you're joining a whole new program, a little bit higher level, at least on paper, but mm -hmm. you've got to try to fit in and at the same time compete for playing time right. when you make the decision to come here. How has that transition been, and how has this team and this program worked kind of as a unit from a collective standpoint as far as being awfully close-knit? Uh, the transition for me was pretty smooth. I, I, like when I first came here, I, I felt like I was at home already, especially like literally being closer to home. That made it even better. And um, already knowing like Keandre and stuff, that made the transition way more smooth. And so I, I always, uh, I like how I, I had support. I had guidance from the coaches, the, the players. They all uh, accepted me in. and they, made, they really made the transition for me smooth. And I came in with the mindset that I'm just going to work and compete and, you know, do the best I can to, to get the starting position. And, you know, it, it was able to work out for me. And um, now I'm, you know. Keandre was a good man to know, by the way. He's kind of a yeah. – he's, kind of, he's like a leader on the defense as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, he is. And, he, uh, he's, well, he's your captain. He's your defensive captain. Yeah. And you're his buddy. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of my best friends. One of my best friends. <laughs> yeah, that's good to hear. I'm, yeah. I love I love Keandre, and I love you too, brother. Appreciate that. <laughs> it's got to be nice to be able to have family and friends at least a reasonable car ride away as opposed to 10 hours. Right, now. yeah. It's only an hour, 45-minute drive, so I was able to go home much more than I was at Nebraska. I bet you are. And that friends can come and see you play, too. That's yeah. what's good. And my family. And friends family, and family, right. Family yeah. and friends. That's good. Yeah. So what's next? You start three straight here at home, beginning on Saturday against Lindenwood. Obviously a setback last Saturday, but kind of how has this team galvanized over the last week of practice and coming off that loss? Uh, I think we, we embracing it. You know, that's that's going to happen in football. You take losses, but you learn from them. That's, that's what matters the most is that you're learning from um, just because you lose, that don't that's that's not the end all be all, and you don't just shut down. You know, you you got to keep working, you got to keep grinding, and come back next week and be better the next week. Well, Amir, thanks so much for stopping by tonight. Wish you the best, Appreciate continued it. success this year. Yes, sir. Thank you. For Good me. luck, Junior bro. linebacker Amir Abdullah. He has been our guest in our student athlete spotlight, presented by. Your country financial agent, Steve City Peterson and Catherine Peterson, as well as the Shannon Smith and Tom Peterson real estate team from REMAX Rising. When we come back, time to talk to a former Redbird, three-time all-conference offensive lineman, Andy Zebarth is up next. Stay with us. This is the Brock's Back Show presented by Bud Light on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. A locally owned and operated neighborhood bar and grill, Schooners has been a Bloomington tradition for over 30 years. Home to the Brock's Pack Coaches Show held every Thursday during the football season from 6 until 7. Schooners boasts an expansive lunch and dinner menu, including their mouth-watering wings, rings, burgers, and tenderloins. Be sure and stop by Schooners Beer Garden to relax and unwind with friends. Taste the local flavor at Schooners, 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington. For more information, visit SchoonersBL.com or find us on Facebook. Go Redbirds! Denny's Donuts and Bakery has been a loyal Redbird supporter for over 40 years. When it comes to the competition, no one comes close to the taste of one of their fresh-made donuts. Yum! They're great for your next school or church function, or even just to enjoy at home. Stop in and pick up yours at Denny's Donuts and Bakery, located at 1107 South Main Street in Bloomington. Denny's Donuts and Bakery and Redbird Football, a winning combination. This is Steve City Peterson, your local country financial representative. I am an alumni and a proud supporter of Illinois State University and their athletics. I am excited to help bring you the student-athlete segment of the Coaches Show. I wish Coach Spack and his staff and players a successful football season. I encourage everyone to back the birds and support Illinois State athletics. Go you Redbirds!
When it comes time to plan your wedding, choose the unique Eastland Suites, providing unmatched service, fabulous catering, and beautiful ceremony space. The wedding coordinator made sure everything ran smoothly. The food was amazing, from the hors d'oeuvres to the carved prime rib. They even set up all our decorations, which really took the pressure off and made our wedding day stress-free. To begin planning your wedding today, call Haley DeFara at 662-0000 or request information at eastlandsuites.com. Mention this ad to receive free uplighting for your event. When you have a disaster in your home, call Paul. Paul Davis Restoration. When the smoke and damage of a fire strikes your home, call Paul. You'll talk to a real person who can help you right away. They'll turn your disaster into a memory and get your home back to good with just one call. When disaster strikes, call Paul Davis Restoration. From water damage to fire and smoke damage to mold remediation. When you have a home disaster, give Paul Davis Restoration a call and help is on its way. Aw, shucks. The game's on TV, but I can't listen to the call of my favorite team broadcasters. Never fear. Sync My Game is here. Uh, Sync My Game? Yes, Sync My Game. If you have a DVR and streaming device, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. It's never been easier to hear the impassioned voices of your favorite radio crew synced with the TV. Wow, uh, thank you, Mr. Just remember, SyncMyGame.com. Welcome back to Scooters, the Brock's Back Show, presented by Bud Light. Birds and Lindenwood this Saturday. Family weekend matchup, 12 noon to kick time on Saturday from Hancock Stadium. A couple of family tie-ins with this Redbird football team this year. We hear a lot about both defensive coordinator Travis Niekamp and his redshirt freshman linebacker son Ty. But we also have another one, and a former Redbird Three-time all-conference offensive lineman Andy Zebarth joins us here on the Brock's Back Show. Not only a very decorated career as a Redbird back in the early to mid-90s, but now you've been able to watch your son put on a Redbird uniform as well. It's got to be really a full-circle situation for you. Yeah, it's, it's pretty surreal in terms of seeing, you know, your son that's, you know, worked so hard in high school football that's, you know, you, you just kind of relive what he what I did back then and see him doing the same things. It's it's um, just been a real treat for Jill, my wife, and I to see him succeed so much. So, Andy, tell, tell, tell everybody a little bit about the story. Coach Etheridge was there all the time from 92 to 96 that you played. You read your year on up, and I know I was with you 93, 4, and 5. But uh, explain, the, explain the whole story about yeah. recruiting and your son and Coach Etheridge. Yeah, so I know we were, we were just chatting before right. we came off a break here, and this is pretty crazy. So um, in 92, Coach Etheridge, Harold Etheridge, who's the current lineman coach here at Illinois State, was um, the coach that recruited me at high school. Right. And, um, you know, he came full circle back to Illinois State and <laughs> was the same coach that was recruiting my son uh, for uh, ISU as well, too. So that, that was a real treat. You know, I had to refrain from telling some stories about Coach Etheridge <laughs> to my son, but um, but uh, Coach Etheridge is the, if you looked in the dictionary uh, about uh, office of lineman coach, he was the person that's, that you would see. That would be Coach Etheridge. That's so. the picture right there. Yep. You know, your son made a nice statement, too, though. He said, you, he taught me, he's talking about you, taught me you have to work for what you want. He's instilled that in me. That's a pretty good compliment well, to you, and uh, that's from your son, Max. Well, he's, I appreciate he's doing it. a great job for Coach right now and he's going to be a heck of a player here. well and i appreciate that and it's it's never been a question with max in terms of how hard he works Good and uh, um you know i'm i'm like i said it just is exciting to see how all that hard work's paying off He's going to have a lot of good years here with you you're going to I watch so yep. now max a tight end redshirt freshman with this program obviously a really highly decorated high school career here in town at what point did you start thinking about the possibility of, boy, it would be kind of nice to see Max play in a Redbird uniform at Hancock Stadium because there's a ton of variability the way recruiting goes these days sure. that even if you want it doesn't necessarily mean that's going to be the best offer. Sure. And, you know, we were dealing with the COVID year as well, right. too. So recruiting was just completely turned upside down in terms of um, what opportunities kids would have and what that looked like and, and uh, how would it even work because coaches couldn't even come visit at times, right? So – you know, we were always hoping that he would have opportunities at that Division One level, but 
you know, you just didn't know how that all was going to work out. And, and um, you know, luckily, you know, he had some opportunities to uh, put some good film on tape and, and to impress some, play, you know, some of the local schools. And he was recruited, you know, pretty well from several schools. And, um, you know, we, I'm not going to say we visited one other school, right? And, <laughs> and the one that was, we played last weekend, but he quickly knew ISU's the spot, right? The, the, the facilities, the coaching staff, um, just night and day difference. So it was, it was a pretty easy decision as we were driving back up to 57, um, back on to 74. He knew right away what, where he wanted to go. That makes it easy. Yeah, that makes nice. it easy. I got something. You, in 92, you were a red shirt freshman, yes. correct? You're red yes. shirted. And then can you tell the fans how you got to start in 93? Yeah. In ni- yeah, 1993. And, you know. Albert Betts, I think, was the starting. That's right. Tackle. Yep. So they, you know, they always ask, you know, foreign players, you know, what games do you remember, right? So that was, that was a game that is kind of etched in my memory in terms of um, my career. So. I think it was the second or third game of the season. It we was playing, early. Yeah, we were playing McNeese State, and yeah. I think at that time they were ranked fourth in the nation. Right, we were down there. Yeah. Yep, yep. And um, Albert um, Betts was uh, was all conference, all American player that um, I was backing up, and and I, early first quarter he was injured and ended up actually blowing his uh, left knee out. Right. And um, you know I'm a freshman, and there's several upperclassmen that are also backing up other positions on the line. I'm. Like, there's absolutely no way they're going to send me in on the game. And I remember Chuck Dickerson yelling, Z-Barth, you're up. And I'm like, absolutely not. I am not up. Um, but, um, yeah, from, so from that point in, went in, and I think it was 40-some games straight. You never missed a game after Never that. missed a game after that. Oh, so. wow, that's tremendous. And you were uh, – what, you hit two, two-time uh, All-League and uh, – Three-time one- All-League, two-time first-team first team all yeah, and one-time second-team. That's a that's a pretty good career, brother. Yeah, yeah. Max has got a tough job on. <laughs> well, yeah, Coach, he, Coach Etheridge is a pretty good recruiter. Then yeah, I'd say. Yeah, you, yeah, you were yeah. backing up an All-American yeah. tackle, and then you came and had a three-year, three-time All-Conference. That's yep. pretty good. Yep. Yeah, he, good coach, and uh, um, you know, I I wouldn't say I was a highly recruited offensive lineman. I think I came on uh, to ISU with a a, a book scholarship. <laughs> um, but very quickly they gave me the opportunity to to compete, and I think that's what. The staff does even now, right? Yes. They, hey, if you are a player, you will have an opportunity. And Coach Etheridge, that's is all he can ask for. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. You, you learned you learned a lot fast from Coach Etheridge. He did a great absolutely. job with you. you. Yep. You played very very well, and and, and your son's playing very very well, by the way. Well, I appreciate <laughs> He's that. Doing a good job. So three years you guys worked together under Coach Haycock. Right. What kind of stories five. can you tell me about Ted? Back <laughs> about Ted? Yeah. I remember Ted being the nicest guy in hey, the world, that's still right? The case. And, that is still yeah, the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was the guy that, you know, after you got, you know, chewed out by your 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 position coach, you go, hey, Ted, help me out here, right? <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Which under my wing. That's <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Was he, he that nice to his defensive players? Probably not. No, yeah, no, I was on the opposite yeah. line, so he was always yeah. nice to me. Oh, we had a lot of fun, though, Andy. It was really fun. It was good times. You, you look at this from two different concepts, and this is the part I find really intriguing. And I, th- I think the coaching staff's reputation currently, Brock's back's reputation, even though um, this is his show and we maybe have to say <laughs> this, but obviously it goes without saying, I, people of the utmost character. Yeah. So you've got a little bit of pride with a great career here at Illinois State. You'd love your son to go play here. You're local. Yep. But at the same time, you want the best for your son. That had to be really trying to look at this whole recruiting process from yeah. two different lenses. One is a father, caring father, wants the best for his son, and one who wants him to compete. And, you know, yeah. it would be nice if he goes to the, my former school. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we always wanted it to be his decision, right? Mm-hmm. So wherever he decided he wanted to go and where he, you know, where he wanted to play, that's, that's what we are going to support. So. But, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, gosh, I hope it's ISU, right? So, but, um, but you know, you know he, he will do well here. Um, he will compete well here. And, um, you know, his career is his career. It's not my career, right? So um, I'm just enjoying watching him go through everything that I went through as a player. And, you know, I, I, I remember, you know, he, he's playing some on special teams this year. That was my first opportunity to get on the field, right? So special team. So just, you know, you build, you stack days, you stack good practices, you impress the coaches, and then opportunities present themselves. And academically, he's doing very well, yeah. and he's getting a good degree. What is he majoring in? 
Uh, he's in business. Business, yep. okay. Yep. Yeah, they got great business schools. So he, Absolutely. He, he picked, a, he picked yep. a good spot for that, too. Yeah, I don't know where he got the, the, the good grades. Yeah, you're all farmers. Yet, he's, so. supposed to be in, he's supposed to be an ag, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Mel, you can kind of combine that ag That's and right. business and be real good. So okay. truth being told, if he was in love with the place further south down 57 and told you that in the ride back, you would have supported that. That would have been a real difficult ride <laughs> home. But, but we would have supported him. But. Um, I would have done my best to convince him otherwise on the way home. <laughs> Andy, thanks so much for stopping by. Appreciate your time. Andy Zivar, former Redbird offensive tackle, all-conference performer. He's been our guest here tonight. We'll be back to wrap things up here from Schooners the Brock's Back Show, presented by Bud Light right after this timeout on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. A locally owned and operated neighborhood bar and grill, Schooners has been a Bloomington tradition for over 30 years. Home to the Brock's Pack Coaches Show held every Thursday during the football season from 6 until 7. Schooners boasts an expansive lunch and dinner menu, including their mouth-watering wings, rings, burgers, and tenderloins. Be sure and stop by Schooners Beer Garden to relax and unwind with friends. Taste the local flavor at Schooners, 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington. For more information, visit SchoonersBL.com or find us on Facebook. Go Redbirds! When the game goes into overtime. But. The game goes into overtime. The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light. Easy to drink. Easy to enjoy. Order Bud Light online today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. I feel bad for the Johnson kids next door. Their parents just use their phone for home internet. So when everyone's online, it could be mad slow. Tom can barely play a full round of Horse Commander 3. Luckily, we get fast and reliable internet from Xfinity. So I can game while everyone's on with basically no interruptions. Hey Jess, can I uh, borrow some eggs? You want a game here? Please. Now through September 21st, get 75 megabit internet on the Xfinity 10G network for $20 a month for 12 months with no annual contract. And ask about how you can get one free line of unlimited mobile when you upgrade to 400 megabit internet. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity internet. After promo, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary. This is Shannon Smith and Tom Little City Peterson, your local real estate experts from Remax Rising. We are proud supporters of Illinois State University Athletics. As lifelong Redbird fans, it's our privilege to present the Student Athlete Spotlight segment of the Coaches Show. We wish the Redbirds and Coach Spack a successful football season. Let's all spread the red and support Illinois State University Athletics. Go, you Redbirds! Which schools will take home the prestigious Learfield Director's Cup for the 2023-24 college athletic season? You can follow the standings of your favorite school or alma mater at LDirectorsCup on Twitter and online at TheDirectorsCup.com. That's TheDirectorsCup.com and LDirectorsCup on Twitter. Trophies will be awarded in June 2024 to the winning institutions in all competitive divisions. Learfield Director's Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics. Accurate Scooters, our final segment here in the Brock's Back Show, presented by Bud Light. Big weekend on campus kicks off tomorrow night. Alley Matters and the Redbird Volleyball team. They'll open a two-match homestand at 6 o'clock inside Sefcu Arena. Free admission on Pack the Arena night. They take on Drake. Saturday, the Birds and Lindenwood at Hancock Stadium, a noon start. And then volleyball will be in action on Saturday night at 7 o'clock when they take on UNI. Our network coverage and Saturday's game on the radio will kick off at 11 o'clock with our State Farm Redbird pregame show kickoff set to follow at 12 noon. Coach, final thoughts tonight? Well, it's been a, uh, a, a busy week for all of us, and we appreciate all the support from uh, all our fans. They're great people, and uh, we gotta, I, we're looking to sell out this weekend, so if you, if you don't have tickets, get them fast. 
um, and just get after this group and uh, support these kids. They're really good kids, and you met Andy. Uh, Max is uh, one of the many kids we have on our team who are, who are great kids as well as really good players. And uh, got a good young team here. Just got to get him back on track, and we will be. Appreciate everybody coming Saturday. out tonight. Yep, you bet. Special thanks to junior linebacker Amir Abdullah and former Redbird offensive lineman Andy Zebar for stopping by tonight. For Redbird head coach Brock's back, Ted Schmitz, our on-site engineer Greg Holbleib, and Jake Fogel back at our WJBC Network Studios. I'm John Fitzgerald. Thanks to everyone here at Schooners. We'll talk to you on Saturday morning beginning at 11 a.m. Birds play host to Lindenwood at Hancock Stadium. This has been the Brock's Back Show, presented by Bud Light on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. On the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield, live from Schooners, this has been the Brock Spack Show, presented by Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. The has been a Learfield presentation on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network.